speakers can be stopped by removing the head or destroying the brain. What's up, everybody? It's John, and this is the Hear Me Out podcast. John Blankenship, I guess I always... You could have had way more enthusiasm with that one. Well, it's kind of leading... You came out real bland. It's kind of leading into what I'm about to tell everybody. Um, Disappointing, but also... In the end, kind of cool news. Uh, what? What are you laughing at? I'm trying to swallow where you could hear it. I'm sorry. Uh, I was about to say we slammed the glass. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so kind of bad news for a couple of people that I uh, talked to on Instagram. Um, I don't. So I don't have the coronavirus. I'm not. I'm not all super sick. Steffi does. She's sitting next to me. She's gonna be sniffling throughout the entire episode. What? Yeah, I know. Really? Huh? Anyway. <laughs> I, I've uh, I've kind of come down with kind of a stomach virus over the week. Uh, I took a day off work, which if anyone knows me, that's pretty super. You never had a fever, though. so Yeah, no, no, no. Just just big I dumps. Know. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, I took a, I took a day off work. It, it been feeling really tough. Um, so I haven't really had the chance to go over to the boys' house. You know, the usual guys I'm on the podcast with. I told so he had to settle for me. Yeah. No, I told them I was going to watch Uncut Gems with them. And that, that's wherein the, the bad news lies is I don't have an Uncut Gems review with you guys. I mean, for you guys, because I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I promised them I would watch it with them. So, uh, you know, I'm a man of my word. So I'm going to keep promise. And uh, hopefully I'll be feeling better next week. I can get up with the guys and then we can uh, we can record that. I can watch it and get just as stressed out as people tell me I'm going to be. Um, in the meantime, what we do have for you guys today, and actually kind of fresh off the press for you, because you watched Hot Fuzz for the first time two days ago, and we literally, probably about 20, 20 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago? Yeah, 15 probably. Just finished The World's End, which is leading me into what today's subject is going to be on the Three Flavors Cornetto, or as Nick Frost and Simon Pegg call it, the Blood and Ice Cream Trilogy. Which is Shaun of the Dead, my second favorite movie of all time, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. Um, oh man, there's there's so much I want to cover that I'm positive I'm gonna forget a lot of it. Uh, what do you think? Just go in order of the <laughs> movies, probably. You know what? That's probably the most organized way that you can do. Actually, actually. No, you know what? Go ahead and do that because I was gonna say you could start with the least favorite, but that's well, your least subjective. favorite. Yeah, yeah. So just go ahead and do it in order. That's what works. I mean, that works. Um. Okay. Uh. So let me start by re-saying that Shaun of the Dead is my second favorite movie ever. Um, I've had this movie in my at the time very small DVD collection since I was in middle school. Uh, if my uncle Davey is listening to this. I am the one that stole your copy. I still have that copy. Uh, no bullshit. Sorry. I, I, so we've talked about it in person. You were like, yeah, I had to get a couple. It was when I bought Evil Dead 2 for mm-hmm. Davey and I bought Humanoids from the Deep. Right. And he was like, I would tell you to get me Shaun of the Dead too, but you know, I had to go and buy a new copy of that myself someone took it and in my brain i was like i think he knows me and justin took it but uh, <laughs> i mean we were kids um i don't know if we not told gonna him. give it back though <laughs> well he's got a copy now he has a copy and 
you know, it, what do you need to? Well, let me not. I have three copies of Evil Dead. Huh? Do you, do you really? DVD, Blu-ray, and the <sighs> Necronomicon. Oh, huh? my God. I mean, you're in the same room as me every day. You, you're, you've seen them. You act like I like keep tabs. Like I have a, like it, an, it was an, an I, index. I keep tabs. Though it was pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, obviously. When, think about it though. When when you were like, "Where is Hot Fuzz?" the other day, and I was like, "Middle row, third, third column in the in the middle, up top." You is were it like, impressive or is it psychotic? No, both, both, both. <laughs> It was no, it was it's impressive and it will be impressive as I get more and more of these DVDs. It's I know not, exactly. It's not like they were in random order and you told me, John, you have them organized by director. So if it's an Edgar Wright pile, you're gonna but tell me where it's that's at. what's impressive about it, is that I'm it's so not organized. impressive. It's you know, organization. I, th- I think <laughs> if I didn't have an organized DVD collection, I think my life would be more in a shit pile than it is right now. I think that's the only thing that's keeping me together oh. is that I have – that's that's like my mecca. Like that's – that's oh man, it just makes me so happy. Um, a disaster. But I st- – no, it's not a disaster. It's organized. Ah! I stole uh, – I stole Shaun of Dead from my uncle when I was young. Um, I've been watching that movie with my little brother Justin. Shout out, Justin. Uh, we've been watching that since we were super young – it's one of those movies I can't help but spout out all the words like their lyrics to a song. Song, <clears throat> I hate when that happens. Um, it, no, really. And I think I, I'd probably blame Shaun of the Dead. I mean, I guess blame's a bad word. It's got like a negative connotation to it. But that's probably the reason Don't Stop Me Now is my give favorite Queen Give the credit song. to. Gave, yeah, I'll give the credit to it. And we, we talked a lot about this uh well, I guess we kind of talked a lot about Edgar Wright, but we talked a little yeah, bit about. We really didn't mention Shaun of the Dead, did we? Yes, we did. Yeah, did we, we. Yeah, we talked about. I know we mentioned Baby Driver, obviously. We talked about the Queen scene. Okay. In the Winchester. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I really I really can't delve too much deeper into how much this movie means to me. It's just it's super important. It kind of revolves around a point in my life, and this, along with School of Rock with Jack Black was one of the movies that <laughs> I fell asleep to. Like, this movie would help me get to sleep. It carried me. It softly laid me down on the bed of zombies. I love that you say I, that about, yeah, like a zombie. I mean, it's obviously not like it's a, a funny movie, movie yeah, at yeah, yeah. all, but it's like, you know, the well, imagery going to sleep of, like, mass destruction and, like, yeah, bloody, the apocalypse, gory yeah. zombies. <laughs> well, I mean, that... And I, I've actually heard a couple... Zeke. Shout out, Zeke. Oh, Zeke told me he was, like... um I, I don't like a lot of pictures on your film Instagram. And I, you know, we were talking about the podcast and stuff. And he was like, you're all into scary movies. And I, I mean, I'm not. So like, I can't, I do post a lot of them and I, I watch nothing but scary movies, but like this movie is probably why. Cause I went to sleep with zombies moaning. Like, I mean, uh, there's gotta be some kind of fucking complex, you know, like. So what he's saying is he's a psychopath. I'm not. And- <laughs> My mom thinks he's a serial killer. She does. She does, and for good reason. No good reason. <laughs> no, but I do. I do love this movie a lot. I think I, I think it say. does a really wonderful job of like because it's not a horror movie, but it has the horror movie aspects of it, like all of it without being scary. I mean, it has every element there except for 
scare. Uh, no, know? I no. feel like it does. There's a couple scary parts. When maybe the maybe the younger people are. I mean, yeah, less not, experienced not like horror it's... fans, but I mean, there's part where Ed gets bitten. That's yeah, scary that's... and sad. Oh, there's God. the part. Where... I mean, like, it's not a scary movie. There's John. the part where um, <laughs> David gets ripped apart. That's gory. That's not scary. Hmm. Depends on you're not worried it's gonna happen to you. It's not like watching a quiet place and everyone's whispering. Like you're not scared. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, I get what I get what you mean. It's I think all... <laughs> we have different definitions, but I get what you mean now. Um. Uh. So okay, here's what I was gonna say. I, I completely forgotten about it. But what I wanted to say before we kind of get into describing the movie was uh, all three of these. Th- this is a trilogy, but just by name it's not a trilogy by definition because none of these movies really have much t- i mean th- there's similar gags in all the movies but like there's similar actors it, it, it'd be like calling american horror story a trilogy yeah yeah it's not they don't have anything to do with each other but it's it, it goes from horror comedy to buddy cop to sci-fi comedy which is really cool i, I like when it, it's like Someone, well, they're all three like thriller comedies, really. It's like someone. Well, yeah, they all have dark elements to them, but it's like someone told. And another thing is like Edgar Wright is, he's a real film geek. Like he's a movie guy. He mm-hmm. he has so many references to so many movies and directors and all kinds of stuff like that. It it's really as somebody who's kind of a self professed geek about it. I I like to watch stuff by people who. Are really, also geeks. <laughs> yeah, and, and really appreciate the subject matter that they're covering. Um, so how would we describe it? I guess so it starts off in a pub called the Winchester. Uh Sean, we never really hear anyone's last name. Sean That's true. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, they're all just kind of one name people. Mm-hmm. He's in the pub with his girlfriend Liz, and it's the pub he goes to every night and he brings along his dumbass friend ed and <laughs> that forces liz to bring along uh david and what what the hell's her name i'm coming up on a brain freeze david diane david and diane are liz's friends you mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. okay and uh you know they're kind of talking about how this is every night for them and all they do is argue when they go there and he he's like well ed doesn't have any friends like we we need to be there to support him too. And, you know, we kind of see Sean's life as mundane and, you know, he goes to work, gets treated like shit, comes home to his roommate. His roommate treats him and Ed like shit. And, uh, as if we think his boring, dumb life couldn't get any worse. Um, he forgets to make anniversary reservations for him and Liz. So him and Liz split up and then things get worse again. (laughs) Because, like, you know, zombies, you know, start coming in hordes. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it makes the whole situation kind of tough. Uh, so the unlikely heroes, Ed, Sean, Liz, and I guess you call David and Diane in that group. They They're in the group. They just kind of tag along. Yeah. I really... mean, they serve their purpose. David doesn't. He's just kind of a pretentious dick throughout the entire Yeah, they movie. do nothing to No, help Diane anybody. does. Remember, Diane's an acting teacher. And she teaches them how to act like zombies, which which kind of goes in vain when David throws the yeah, damn trash can to the wall. 
Rick Grimes did that too, so I don't give her. <laughs> but no, 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 no. They wouldn't have been able to do that without her. I know this. I'm just kidding. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, like I was talking about, there's a bunch of references in the movie. Um, can you think of any that come to come to well, mind? Well, kind of more like in general, not necessarily like super specific. But um, Edgar Wright does a wonderful job, and I don't know if it's him necessarily or him and the cinematographer or like what's going on there. Mm-hmm. But they do a wonderful job in referencing shots from other horror movies, other horror TV shows. Yes, um, they make references in what they're saying, like yeah. they'll you know when he says join us, yeah, and it's not like they don't ever say it in the same context, like to be scary. But if you're a horror movie fan, it's just completely overflowing with when he when he says that there's like six evil dead references there's three dawn of the dead obviously shawn of the dead is a reference in of itself right right um there's well like even i always think about it like the scene in the bathroom in the beginning what is he brushing his teeth and he closes the mirror and then his roommate standing behind him and he's that's the shot what is it don no um he closes it you know the mirror moves and then the shot i think that's from an italian movie i i don't remember Regardless, um, it's a shot that's from a, a famous horror movie. Yeah. And there, there's also, I mean, there's straight sound clips from Dawn of the Dead. When he walks into the shop for the first time, over the uh, over the loudspeaker is, they're talking about the Omega-6. Uh, I think it was like a rocket or an asteroid mm-hmm. that they talk about in Dawn of the Dead. Uh, the music at the very beginning, right before the bell rings in the Winchester scene that starts the movie, mm-hmm. is from the beginning of Dawn of the Dead. Uh, when the helicopter's coming down to land on the helipad. Yeah. Uh, another reference to Dawn of the Dead, or Day of the Dead, actually, was when he walks out, uh, and he's in his boxers or whatever, or his sweatpants, mm-hmm. and he's coming to check on Ed in the morning. Is uh, That's, you know, how the zombie walked into the room right. in Day of the Dead. Um, oh, one of my favorites is, uh, this is two references back-to-back, was uh, he works at 4 Electronics. Ken Foree is one of the main actors in Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, he says, Ash isn't coming into work. Right. Yeah, which is Evil Dead. I'm I'm really waiting on anybody who's still listening to this friggin' podcast to uh, start a drinking game whenever I mention that movie. Which one? Evil Dead. Yep, take a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. But it's really neat because in Shaun of the Dead 2, it, it does a really good job of connecting back to itself also because you kind of have like pre-apocalypse in the beginning and then you have like once Sean realizes that the apocalypse has begun because like every, like you were showing me when we first watched it, obviously. Mm-hmm. like So he's walking down the street to work on his normal day-to-day routine and mm-hmm. you get to see everyone he passes, the same yeah. kids every day, the same store, the same shop, the same cars. And then the next day he doesn't realize it's the apocalypse yet but he's, he's like passing that, the same people yeah. and they're all like living dead. He's like that fish in SpongeBob. That's like coming to bed, honey. You know, it's one like he's living the boring day. And you it's know over. what? This is the first time wow. I don't recognize um, SpongeBob. Huh? You remember he was, he's like in the car and he's got the stale face and then, He's oh, at work. the shot of him in his room looking yes. out the window. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's that's See, what I would like. if that were me, I would have made that same reference, but to Squidward when he was stuck in that compound where he had to like ride the bicycle every day and do this yoga class and then go. Oh, that like, too. That would have been where a he's lot more with nothing but squids. Yeah, and then yeah. and then he gets the the leaf blower, the reef blower. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they're like, "That's not Squidward." And he's like, "Wow!" Like, he's like, "I'm in the sky." 
sky with the thing. You think reef blower kind of sounds like something you could call like a bowl or a bong. Here he goes. Come on. <laughs> um, another cool thing about Shaun of the Dead, uh, the DVD extras at the end. I showed them to you, but I think you were tired when I showed them to yeah, you. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, well, my favorite one. It kind of shows what everyone did after the apocalypse, just to kind of let you guys know. Uh, you know, this whole episode is a spoiler alert, so, you know. Yeah, he tells you after he explained all of well, the dead. Well, it's been 16 years since that movie came out. They And I had they, never seen it before. Well, they can catch up. They'll, they'll be fine, I'm sure. Um, at the end, uh, Sean and Liz live together happy ever after. Ed's a zombie, and he lives out in the shack behind Sean's apartment. Uh, David dies. Sean's mom dies. So does Phil. Sorry, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> And um, Diane, Diane, we don't really hear anything from, but hers is my favorite DVD extra because all the extras say what happened to them after the apocalypse ended. And hers was that she fought her way through the crowd of zombies that just ripped David up with his leg. And she survived up in the tree and she had to eat David's leg too. Uh, yeah, super gross. But uh, what, what could you expect out of a, out of a zombie movie like that? I mean, you know, I don't know, actually. Um, th this is the first movie in the trilogy, and it starts a couple of running gags, uh, some that we'll explain throughout. Uh, the Cornetto trilogy, it's called that because you at least see a Cornetto rapper in each movie. Mm -hmm. um, in this one, Sean goes to the store. He says, can I get you anything from the shop? Ed says, a Cornetto. He gets some ice cream, brings it back. There's that one. Uh, there's also the. Isn't Ed eating ice cream for like 10 minutes in that movie too? He's like sitting on the couch watching the news eating. Is it that same ice cream? Yeah, style? I think. Or maybe. Yeah, I think. No, because he goes and gets him another one the second day. Oh, but isn't Remember? it still Cornetto ice cream? Yeah. Isn't it? Okay. Yeah. And then there's the fence gag. which is Oh, yeah. In all the movies, there's always somebody that's running through a yeah. yard or something and they go to jump over a fence. And What's they the matter? You've never done a shortcut before? Yeah. And. Is this the one where the fence falls? Yeah, all three yeah. of them have a fence falling. All three of the th them. The third one has a fence falling? Yeah. Okay. I thought <laughs> so, I thought he just fell. No, no, no. He okay. was running through and he was trying to get away from the... Um, you're talking about the world's, world's end. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... We um, just watched this. I don't know. When so, oh, God. Gary. I'm like, what's his name? Gary um, King. So, Gary King is running There's and he's drunk Gary as King. shit. Yeah. And he knocks through one fence, and then he goes to the next one, and the whole fence falls over. Oh, that's post. right! I remember yeah. that. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, please, if you want to do anything good in your life, watch this trilogy. Watch, watch the trilogy, but watch this one most of all. I love this movie. Which okay. One? Shaun of the Dead. Oh. Okay. We're we're about to get to your favorite. Okay. But it just, man, this movie makes Shaun me of the Dead so is really good. Happy. If you're a fan of music and movies in general, it does so much just to appease. This is, this is a <laughs> like, reference fest. Yeah, that's all it is. Like, And they're hilarious. I mean, they're hilarious together. The, yeah, so Nick Frost and Simon Pegg work with Edgar Wright on all three of these movies. And the chemistry is so undeniable. It's And Nick Frost and Simon Pegg are best friends in real life. So... That's something I meant to bring up at the beginning. They started their working relationship in the 90s on a TV show called Spaced. Okay. Um, Simon Pegg was the main character. Nick Frost mm -hmm. was one of the backups. But it it's a good show. I like, I like the mm -hmm. episodes I've seen. It's just kind of 
you know, it's very Brit humor. It's not, it's not it's like not this. Like <laughs> it's like, it's like the first episode of the British office. <laughs> it's dry. Yeah, it's dry. I, I like it though. I mean, I'm not against dry British humor. It's fun. Um, so that brings us to hot fuzz. Okay. What about this guy? Ask yourself, why has he got his hat pulled down like that? He's fuck ugly. Or he doesn't want you to see his face because he's fuck ugly. Yeah, but you didn't answer my question. What question? Are they like are they best friends in real life? I thought they were best friends in real life. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, Simon doesn't use Instagram, but uh, Nick Frost is fried gold. Uh, another <laughs> another running joke in these How's movies. That for a slice of <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Um, yeah, look him up. He's he doesn't look anything like he used to look. He's got a big burly beard and covered in tattoos covered in ta- which i wouldn't have expected at all at all from him i yeah. feel like that's just not a thing i don't know he, he's big burly rugby no, looking I mean, type it's i think fine. Yeah. it's just funny like seeing his character no I, yeah. you don't know him as a person you know? yeah but seeing his characters i just wouldn't expect it yeah he i don't know he looks like he's the dude you'd want on your side at a hardcore concert like he looks like he could shake off a few yeah no really yeah i wouldn't fight him yeah well yeah, probably me neither. Um, hot fuzz, though. Hot fuzz! Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, hot that fuzz. Hot fuzz, I think, is my little brother's favorite, and it's for sure your favorite. Damn, and I just saw it like two and a half days ago for the yeah. first time, and it probably jumped from me never seeing it to being like top ten favorite movies of all time. Which is a wow. Um, I mean, it's like hilarious. It is so funny. My favorite fun fact about this and... You know, I know the uh, the thing is, like, people say fun fact and it's not fun. I think this shit is hilarious. That Edgar Wright was like, Nick, I want you to do some some watching, check out some buddy cops, some awesome buddy cop movies. And he said, okay. He gave him 20 to watch, and he watched Bad Boys 2. That's all he watched to prep for this movie. That's the only <laughs> thing he did. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, yeah, it makes a lot of sense because he's so about – Simon Pegg's character, Nicholas Angel, watching Bad Boys 2 and Point Break, mm-hmm. which he references several times throughout the movie. Right. Which, before we get into that, yeah. um, just a general synopsis, I guess. Um, Hot Fuzz is the same two main characters from Shaun of the Dead. It's Simon well, Pegg and Nick Frost. same two actors, not main characters. Well, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Same two actors, not the same yeah. characters. Um, they're playing two different characters. Um, mm-hmm. But this time, Simon Pegg plays a cop from London. Uh, really well known, I guess. Really good at his job, and they send he's like him, the best. He's like the best yeah. ever, and they send him to this like little rinky dink town in the middle of nowhere, Gloucestershire, Gloucestershire. where Simon Pegg is actually from. Okay, right. Yeah, and so <clears throat> Nick Frost is a cop there, and he sucks. Not like as a person, but like he's just not a good cop. We'll talk about how they meet at the beginning. Well, you remember he was uh, Simon Pegg shows up his first night there. And he's at the pub. Right. And he busts all the underage drinkers. And he's not drinking. He's drinking cranberry juice. And, you know, uh, Nick Frost, Danny, he gets drunk off his ass and tries to run Nicholas Angel over. Yeah. So Simon Pegg arrests him. Yeah. And the next morning he goes in there to, like, book him and get all his stuff together. And he's like, where is he? And he turns around. And there's Nick Frost. And, and he's a, like, what? And Simon, and police. Yeah, Simon Peck goes, why are you in a police uniform? And Nick Frost, he goes, because I'm, I'm a police officer. officer. <laughs> so that was really funny. But but this one, yeah, it's like a, 
it's like a crime solving thriller comedy. Like it's a hilarious combination of a mystery and like an adventure between two guys who weren't supposed to become friends who become really good friends. The greater good. Yeah, you know. No, remember you have <laughs> yeah. to say it after me. Uh, um. So big spoiler for the for those of you that haven't seen it, I just go ahead and skip ahead a minute or so. Um, the big mystery behind all this is that the the town, the village loves getting the best village awards so much that whatever is not pure, like whoever is a bad actor or whoever is, uh, whoever comes in and disrupts their social. Yeah. Whoever like, could life. mess with the idea of them winning that award, they kill him. There's a big, uh, it's like an underground cult and it's, you know, there's the pastor it's like involved. It's 20 people involved. Yeah. The pastor, well, the supermarket yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, it, I mean it, it's everyone, literally everyone except for Nick Frost. <laughs> and yeah. And, and, and Nick Frost is like the only one who's not involved that also doesn't, well, not the only one, but he well, doesn't I was about to say, Think about there's the two dudes who are dicks at the police station. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's the girl who cracks all the jokes. Yeah. There's a lot I of I liked her. Yeah. She's funny. There's nothing wrong with a little girl on girl. I love her. She's yeah, funny. She's shit. funny. <laughs> but the thing is, Simon, what's his name in the movie? Nicholas Angel. Nicholas Angel. You're right. Yeah. So. Yes. So Nicholas, <laughs> he um he has the idea that people are being murdered and nobody believes him. And anybody who would believe him obviously is convincing everyone else otherwise because they're in on it. It's just <laughs> kind of made out to be an accident. Everything is made out to be an mm-hmm. accident. Uh, everybody who's doing this has alibis. Uh, because there's 20 people involved. It's the same idea as Scream when you really think about it, you know? Yeah. If you if you point to this guy, he's probably not the one who did it because it's the one you least expect. It's the preacher who because never spoke to him. Because there's three killers. Yeah. No, there's 20. Well, yeah. I mean in Scream. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, there's two in Scream. It was a joke, man. Keep moving. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it wasn't literal. Damn. <laughs> there is a... Hit me with the phone, dick! <laughs> There's another fence gag in this. Uh, uh, Nicholas Angel actually hops the fence successfully because in this movie, Simon Pegg gets to be good at everything he does. Right. Uh, He's like the best cop ever. Yeah. Danny, however, doesn't even jump, runs right through the shit. Like... (laughs) demolishes a fence the next one he kind of somersaults over so he's okay but he right. demolishes that shit this one i think out of all three of them Shaun of the dead has a lot of good jokes that are references like it has a lot of good placement jokes mm-hmm. it's very funny but i think hot fuzz is just funny on its own there I, is so much humor in this movie i agree i think this is the funniest of the it three. is funny as shit like there is not a point i like there was a few times i was belly laughing which like watching a comedy movie it's not always you know you kind of expect the joke yar <laughs> Nar? Nar? <laughs> <laughs> that that does not sound like it would come from this movie, but not at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, a couple of fun facts, not not funny facts like the other one, but uh, so so whereas Nick Frost's training, <laughs> what? Sorry. Well, let me finish these, and you can say what you're gonna say. Uh, Nick Frost's training was just watching Bad Boys Two. Simon Pegg did tactical weapons training and learned how to properly skid a bike. Which is, you know, that's pretty impressive. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite things in this movie was uh, when Nicholas Angel is chasing the guy through the supermarket. 
Danny's looking through DVDs because he's like a movie head, and uh, he throws it back into the DVD bin to go chase Nicholas Angel. And there's a DVD that says Zombie Party, which was the original working title and was the shipping title for a lot of countries for Shaun of the Dead. And the only reason you couldn't see Simon Pegg's face is because they didn't want to break the fourth wall, so they stuck a sail sticker over it. Everything else on the cover of the DVD is the exact same. I thought that was so funny. I just picked mm-hmm. that up the other time. That's another thing. This is one of those movies where every single time you watch it, you can pick up something new. Well, and especially I feel like when you've seen the other ones, mm-hmm. then when you watch them all at a different time, you can really catch like, because I mean, they don't have anything to do with each other. Storyline or characters, like they're not in the same universe. I feel, I mean, maybe they are, but they're just different. They're yes. different characters entirely. Yes. And there, there's also actual references. So do you remember, um, I just found this out when I was doing a little bit of research a little, mm-hmm. little while ago. Um, in Shaun of the Dead, when they pull out the Winchester rifle at the bar, uh, they said, who's got the most experience with guns? And he says, Ed, and he's like, what's your experience? And he's like, I shot my cousin in the leg with an air rifle. Well, when he's got the air rifle in Hot Fuzz, he accidentally shoots Dr. Hatchet or, uh, Dr. Hatcher with it in the leg. So that's like oh, okay, right? Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was really cool when I read so, that. So yeah, like I stumbled on that a little bit. So they, they're in the same universe, but what I'm saying is, is like the char- they're playing different characters in each of them. Mm-hmm. So it's really funny because then when you watch the three of them a second time, you really get to see how they flow into each other, even though they're not at all the same story. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's your classic like I guess I guess what they called it back in the uh, like. Three Stooges, Abbott and Costello days was like, there's your straight guy, then there's your crazy guy. Nicholas Angel's the super straight-laced cop. Like like I said, doesn't even drink when he goes into the bar. He, he gets drunk once in the movie, whereas Danny is the constant fuck-up, the police chief's son. Uh, definitely not on Nicholas Angel's level, but he's got so much he wants to learn from him. You see throughout the movie when he's like... um. You know, he learns that you can't call a traffic accident an accident. You call it a collision, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's cool to see them bond, especially when you wouldn't have expected them to because Nicholas Angel's such a hard ass and Danny's such a fuck up. What were you laughing at? I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm looking up. I'm the looking damn up. swan. Yeah, I'm just, I'm looking up quotes from this movie and then the more I see them, the more. <laughs> what, what was he saying? He said, um. When's your birthday? 22nd of February. What year? Every, Every year. year. <laughs> That's a good one. No, um, that's another thing. The dude who called about the oh, that was one of my favorite jokes in the movie. Hmm. He said, "Who is this? Uh, P.I. Staker? P.I. Staker? Piss Taker? Come on!" And then he actually shows up, and he's like, "Okay, Mister Staker, what, what were you talking about on the phone?" <laughs> that's the one that called about the swan, which is, is one it of the true? best. There's a jokes. place in a man's head that if you shoot it, it will blow up. <laughs> <laughs> what was he talking about walking down the street? He said. Have you ever jumped in the air while firing two guns? No. Have you ever jumped in the air while firing one gun? No. <laughs> Have you ever been shot? Yeah. Like, you know, just like running through, like all the cop tropes. Oh my God. No, but that's a good one, man. Um, It is so funny. God, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Them chasing that swan is like the funniest shit. I can't. I can't look at these. The, uh, the sea mine? Oh my god! The, the, yeah. the guy who talks, he had to have two translators for him. He's like, you know, he gets to the door and he goes, 
do you have a permit for that thing? He goes, yeah, I have a permit for this one. <laughs> we mean this one. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. goes back to his garage and he's got like <laughs> an arsenal of weapons and a sea mine. Yeah, he goes in and they thought it was going to blow up. What did he say? He said, it's deactivated. Deactivated. <laughs> he like taps it. Yeah. That's a really good one. Um so uh I'm gonna be trying to place some soundboard quotes from these movies in, but for the life of me, I couldn't find a quote from The World's End on any soundboards. <laughs> So what? Before so you, you better throw it out there before we uh, move on to the world's end. What made you want to be a policeman officer? What made you want to be a policeman officer? <laughs> That's the kind of dry comedy I'm talking God. about. It's so good though. Um, but yeah, the world's end's the one we just watched. Because uh, he's fuck ugly. That's the one I'm adding in. That's that's the quote I have in. I I'm not even gonna that. quote it. It's so funny. Um. What did you think of the world's end? What did you think of seeing Simon Pegg playing the crazy guy? For no, once? I thought it was good. I thought it was neat that they switched it around because it's always uh, Nick Frost playing. I mean, they're both dorks and, and like Sean, idiots, yeah, but um, it's typically in the first two at least it's Nick Frost playing like the idiot, and then you have Simon uh, Pegg Simon's playing. The hero. He, he's like the leader, you know, of yeah. the two of them. Um, but it was neat to see Which the world end. I mean, he's still a leader in this one, but he's like a fuck up and a leader at the he's, same time. He's like the leader, but only because his confidence is so sky high. He's, right. He's rock bottom for his life. Like, he's an alcoholic. Like, the beginning of the movie is him recollecting. Um, sorry. You swallow so I'm loud. Um, it, it's him recollecting um, his golden days, right? Like, right. Like that one day when they did the pub crawl as kids was so magnanimous for him. That that was the time of his life, and then it shows him current day in AA, and kind of gives us a right idea of you know where he is now. Now this one was like a very interesting concept. Like I would have never thought of this on my own. Like a pub crawl that turns into robots that took over the not robots. Enti- Robot well, means slave. <laughs> blanks that took over the entire yeah. world. <laughs> Uh, just just to clarify, guys, they are robots. That's a that's a quote from the movie that like is nobody over wants to, yeah nobody over. wants to call them robots. Yeah, well, the robots it's, don't want them to call them robots. right. Well, it's, but it's kind of like in a bunch of zombie movies how like the word zombie is off limits. <laughs> well, in the in Shaun of the Dead, he, yeah, he says he says, are there any zombies out there? He said, don't call them that. He said, what do you mean? The Z word. Don't use that. He says, okay. well, are they? Oh, they are there. <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of them. Yeah. No, he says, I don't see any. Oh, there they are. Like, <laughs> like walking he, down yeah, the he's, he's looking the wrong way. Um, but yeah, this one comes to the conclusion of the some people call it the Cornetto trilogy. I'll call it the worst people to go to a bar with trilogy. Yeah, pretty much. Uh the Winchester big zombie scene is takes place in the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hot fuzz shootout a lot of it takes place in a bar mm-hmm. um and then everything in this movie takes place in a bar yeah or on the way to bars. another bar yeah bar is the context here <laughs> yeah uh but yeah like i said in his youth he did a pub crawl with all his friends and didn't finish it this is like the pub pub crawl <sighs> excuse me if you don't know what a pub crawl is it's <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> I just thought about the John Mulaney quote. He was just like talking uh, through. I burps. talk through burps now. Yeah. <laughs> Breathe. Yeah. Um. Damn. What was I on? Oh, a pub crawl is when you go bar to bar and drink one beer at every bar until the crawl is done. There's 12 bars, which means 12 pints of beer. It's a pretty good amount of beer for a bunch of in a couple 40 hours. year old dudes who most yeah, of them like don't drink 30s. anymore. Not even a couple hours. They spend a couple minutes at each bar. I mean, I guess overall the night it ends up That's being a couple hours, but I'm talking about a normal pub crawl. Like it should take. A- I'm talking about this pub crawl. Yeah, so they have a bad time. I don't time give a the, shit about your normal pub crawl. They said they said they have a bad time. I mean, they do have a bad time at the bar. Uh, in every movie, this is no exception. Except this, they have a bad time in multiple bars <laughs> um, throughout the entire movie. And this one's more like uh, Shaun of the Dead in the sense of there's no uh, specific amount of people against them. Shaun of the Dead, there's a ton of zombies. There's a ton of robots. Right. Blanks, Hot whatever. Fuzz is a bunch of... like. No, no. Cult. Hot Fuzz, there's like 20, though. You know, There's like, a lot of them, though. Yeah, but For a cult? Yeah. No. For a cult in a small town, man. That's yeah. That's like the size of... It's in like a village. It's 500 people total. In that town, yeah. Not even 500 people. There might be 100 people total in that entire town. 20 of them are in a cult. We didn't talk about them eating Cornetto in... Hot Fuzz, well, we? I don't know. When we... It was, uh, I know when it was. It was when they were at the Romeo and Juliet. He knows when it was. It was at the Romeo and Juliet premiere. Okay, right. When they watched the really shitty the Romeo play. And Ju- yeah, it was like yeah. a musical. Yeah. yeah, if you want to call it that. I mean. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, and in the third one, the Cornetto appearance is right at the end. And a rapper flies up because it's like three minutes left in the movie. They had to throw it in somewhere. Yeah, it's like the apocalypse. It's like, at that point, it's the world's. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> yeah. And he's talking about like, yeah, well, now I have to eat organic because we just have to eat out of the garden. And then this Cornetto rapper swings up and f- smacks onto the fence. And he's like imagining of all the junk food he used to eat because this movie ends up with the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like not the zombie apocalypse. Like it's like like Mad Max. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like road warriors. Yeah. It's dust everywhere. Yeah. Gary King, Simon Pegg's character, basically turns into a road warrior. Like he's mm-hmm. he's got a big gang of robots with him, and it, it, it was super weird, man. Like really cool for a sci-fi movie. Um, it's kind of like if Jock Comedy met sci-fi. Yeah, that it's makes a sense. beer movie, but it's a robot movie. It's like everything you think adult men like when you're a kid. Some fucking robots and beer that sounds awesome you know like yeah. when like you grow up and then you realize that is all adult men like is robots <laughs> and beer <laughs> you know nothing changed yeah um one of my favorite uh jokes in this is one of the bars is called the hole in the wall and i believe the guy's name is pete he drives a hole through the wall not good he drives the car. Oh, brother! Yeah. This guy stinks. <laughs> that was loud. Sorry. Um, I'm not even that close to it. I feel like. Yeah, but you're loud. Well, it hurt. <laughs> um, the t- we both kind of got excited about. Well, you got sort of excited because I picked up on it and I freaked out because of how much I love Shaun of the Dead. But the uh, jukebox theme song. Right. 
popped up, and I was super stoked about that. All the uh, jukebox, it was the slot machine. Yeah, because the, the jukebox, jukebox doesn't is have queen. a theme song. Yeah, it does. Jukebox don't play noises before you touch them. The slot machine plays the noise is what you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I'm just, <laughs> I was kidding. When I said it does have a theme song, like, you know, queen. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Man. Um, but what do you, what do you really have to say about this movie? Like, I mean, it was good. It's my least favorite out of the three of them, but I don't think it's bad. That, it's a good movie. Like I, if that was the only one that existed, I'd be like, okay, it's good. I think realistically you have to kind of place it in the cards, like understand that like there will be a least great out of the bunch. Like, I mean, it's, it just has to happen. Well, You're yeah, not going to have a three-way tie for the best movie. Well, yeah, but I think it's one of those things where it's like, I am a huge, like, crime TV show, mm-hmm. like, comedy, like, it, it, like Hot Fuzz for me was just a, just a big, giant... Smorgasbord. Yeah, of everything that I enjoy watching. So that one's my absolute favorite, because it's just like, there's so many things to love here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um... I just uh, a reason I wanted to bring this subject up to do tonight is you know we just seen all you well you've just seen all these movies now thank mm-hmm. God I'm so happy you've seen these yeah um and uh, this was because I ask questions on Twitter sometimes uh, Tyler Pfizer I will be for sure to be getting to that um No Country for Old Men review eventually I, I'd love to do that um but when I was talking about trilogies on Twitter a while back. Your friend Sam, mm-hmm. what's her last name? Dempsey. Yeah, shout out Sam Dempsey. This is her favorite trilogy. So, are you serious? Here's an episode for you, Sam. Yeah, yeah. I thought. Oh, another shout out. I promised. Um, has nothing to do with the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I promised that I'd throw it out there on Netflix right now. Is Winona Earp? It's a TV show about Wyatt Earp's. Uh, I think great granddaughter, great great granddaughter. But she's got to fight off like old Western spirits. It's it's a cool TV show. I just haven't had the time to get to it because I've got so much. When when you're running a podcast and you know trying to get people listening to it, and you're running an Instagram and a Twitter on top of all your regular social media, like I thought this was gonna be fun, and it's so much fun. I'm so happy to be able to do this. But like, goddamn, it's a lot. It, it really is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. But luckily, I'm still enjoying it. When I'm not enjoying it anymore, I'll stop doing it. But I wanted to shout that out because I will be watching it eventually. That is for my boss, Erin. That's her, like, maybe not her favorite of all time, but it's one of her favorites right right now. Like, she's going to conventions for it, TV show-wise. Like, they've got a convention for one specific TV show. It's probably damn good, you know? People Supernatural does, and you still haven't finished it yet, so... (sighs) Supernatural has a convention? Yeah. Where? I don't know. I've never been. Where are they from in Supernatural? Kansas. Kansas. So that's probably where it's got to be, right? Yeah, but who the fuck goes to Kansas? Uh, the guys in the uh, band. Toto? The guys in the band Kansas. I'm pretty Definitely. sure they don't go to Kansas. <laughs> well, I mean, all the ones who died are dust in the wind by now, but. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I don't know. Are there Breaking Bad conventions in Albuquerque? Probably. I am. At, you know what? I'm Dude, I would probably. so there's, go. There's a thousand percent well, they specifically do, Breaking Bad They do Breaking Bad tours. 
Yeah, so there has to be conventions in Albuquerque. There's probably a like a monument for Heisenberg in Albuquerque. I think I talked about it on the TV show podcast, but like people were really throwing pizzas on top of that house. Yeah, I get they it. had to put huge fences up around mm-hmm. the house. I get it. That's fucked up. They There's just, people they just live need to there. demolish it and put a new house there. There's people. No. Yeah. Hell no. They do. No, that's history. Okay, well, if it's history, then don't let somebody live do there. Do you know they, how? They, okay, so the studio. Someone, someone lived there while they were filming. They just had to rent it out. Right. So what I'm getting at is they just need to buy the house mm-hmm. and keep it up to date so people can go see it. Either keep like, it do up to tours. date. Either keep it up to date mm-hmm. or turn it into the house like in the last episode. No, that's not with, fun. Oh, the spray I want to walk through. Uh, no, I, I want to walk through with a tour guide and be able to see. Like, and like open up the vent and see the rolled wanna, up money I in I wanna it. I want to crawl under the house. Oh, yeah. Like. And then, and you know what? The way, Gave to com- it all listen, the, the way to combat it, you put a fake pizza on the roof that's screwed there permanently so nobody wants to throw a pizza up there because it's already there. Bullshit. I'm still throwing pizzas. <laughs> Cheese and pep. Gets arrested. <laughs> it's like, it's like you leave cookies out for Santa. You just throw pizza on the roof for Heisenberg. You hope Brian Cranston's going to come over the night and leave blue meth on your porch. <laughs> you say Walter White in the mirror five times. <laughs> No, you say Jesse Pinkman. He shows up. He's like, where's my money, bitch? <laughs> this is my own private domicile. I will not be harassed. Bitch. bitch. He, he's, he's this bitch yeah. with an E. It's a, it's a Gatorade me, bitch. Yeah. I love hot dogs. I fucking love that show, man. <laughs> but speaking of shows, back to this subject. We really got to watch Spaced. If we like the two of them together so much. I don't know. I mean, we'll find time, right? I have so many things to watch. Like what? Like everything you've told me to watch that I haven't watched yet. Yeah. I So, Tyler, if you're still listening by now, I don't know if you were just listening to get your shout out. But uh, I, I originally planned on doing the No Country for Old Man Review. But since we had already watched Hot Fuzz earlier on in the week, I figured that, you know, it, it'd just be easier. Because I want to do a series of trilogies anyway. So... You know, this could be the first one. And this was honestly a lot easier to complete than that Tarantino episode where we had to try to fit ten movie nine movies. You should have just done part one and part two like it was a Kill Bill movie. <laughs> yeah, volume one. Yeah. <laughs> I, we're going to have to do that with Star Wars. You can't fit 11 movies in an hour, you know? You could try. It's gonna be a bullshit review then. It's gonna yeah, be like yeah, I don't like the new the, one. The first one was a uh, well, no, the second one they went to Hoth, and the third one uh, they killed Palpatine, and like you know, like right. It would suck. That's not what you want. And uh, we could do a Back to the Future trilogy one. No, I'm a hundred percent on board with that. Mm-hmm. I'd like to rewatch the third one because I've seen that the least of them. That one's so good. It is good. It's, it's not easy as top good. being in the third one that makes it. It's not as good. Iconic. I love the uh, the Jaws animation in the second one. Yeah, that one's funny. That's one. That's one of my favorites. It was like Jaws Jaws forty five. Because they have like seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe Michael Caine was in like the fifth one? No, I didn't. I've only seen the first Jaws. Well, yeah, you only should see the first Jaws, <laughs> but all the other ones terrible i think three is 3d i think three is the 3d one maybe that's what michael kane's in i don't know uh movies went through that phase where like everything had to have a 3d one final destination was a 3d mm-hmm. uh friday the 13th three was 3 shark boy and lava girl was 3d oh but that one needed to be 3d <laughs> <laughs> duh 
Mr. Was Electric. It? He's like, like coming at you through yeah. the TV. <laughs> what was the one I was talking about with you the other day that Machete is related to? Huh? Was that Spy Kids? Yeah. What? Danny Trejo? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He's their uncle. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about that for a while. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, because Robert Rodriguez directs it. Man, I got to do a Robert Rodriguez episode, too. Guys, please send me some ideas. I have – so I've got a big list, but it, it, it's going to take a while to complete quite a few of them. Uh, like today, I had to do a little bit of research. Not, obviously not a lot, but, like, you know, trying to get some fun facts for you. Uh, I know we did a really quick run-up job of explaining all these movies, but I don't want to ruin them for you in the way that you can't watch them. I want you to have just enough – to be super impressed and want to watch these movies because they're all slices of fried gold. <clears throat> Aren't they? Aren't yes. they so good? Okay. Um, my recommendations for the week are Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> Hot, Hot Fuzz, <laughs> and The World's End. Um, I'm not sure if any of them are streaming, but last week I believe one of the boys did uh, at least one non-streaming movie. So... This week, I'm actually encouraging you to, normally I say cozy up and, you know, set Netflix up, but this week I'm encouraging you to get out of the house. Go to Second and Charles. Hell, if you can't get out of the house, if your legs are broken, if you're quarantined by the coronavirus, um, go on Amazon Prime. Spend a little money. Uh, this, this is worth your money mm-hmm. to see these. If not for actually watching them, just so you can listen to this podcast and enjoy it. Uh, Steffi, any other recommendations? Or are you with me? On this one? I'm going with Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, and well, and the World's End. Yeah, either, but Hot yeah. Fuzz specifically. Don't make it the black bad. sheep. Yeah, man, just just watch them. You gotta see them. Yeah, it's gonna upset me if you don't. To be honest, uh, cool guys. Well, like I said, hopefully next week will be Uncut Gems. Um, jeez, I keep having a burp. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, okay. I got talking through them. Yeah, I know. I got 30 (laughs) seconds left on this run. I just want to let you know whenever you're listening to this, have a good morning, afternoon, evening, or night. See you next week. Want to say goodbyes? What am I supposed to say? Peace out.